Good morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Friday, December the 9th, 2022. As always, 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 I give God thanks for you, for what he continues to do in your life and in the life of your loved ones, the people, places, and things that God has divinely connected you and I to for such a time as this. I'm a little later than normal on today. Uh, I have a leak, y'all, in my house. Um, And it started as a slow leak. And it, of course, now has expanded. And so um, I took the day off. And and I had kind of planned on taking it off anyway because my birthday is Sunday. Whoop, whoop. Praise the Lord. If the Lord says the same, um, I will be 48 years old this Sunday, December the 11th. And I am grateful just to even see it, right? Just to even be able to conceive the fact that in just a couple of days, if the Lord says the same, right? Uh, Because truly, uh, my life is in his hands. Everything that I am, everything that I will be, is in is in his hands. So um, this Sunday, I will be turning 48. So I know many of you are probably saying, oh, happy birthday. And so I want to say thank you because I can hear you now saying happy birthday. And so I appreciate it. And most importantly, I appreciate your prayers. Um, you all have no idea. Uh, I appreciate your prayers. I appreciate your thoughtfulness. I appreciate uh, God and how he will often uh, lay me on your heart and and you will reach out in one way or another. And I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sometimes we don't hear that enough, but it's a, it, it is a blessing to have people who pray for you. It is a blessing to have people stand in the gap for you uh, because nobody has to, right? Uh, but we know that God, it, it, it's a scripture in the Bible where God says, and y'all know, I, I can't think of where it is right now, where God says he was just looking for a man to stand in the gap, just just one man to stand in the gap. And if he found it, then he wouldn't do what, what he was going to do. So I thank you that when God says, I just need one man or one woman to stand in the gap for Danita and I'll move on her behalf. I thank you that you are that one man or that one woman. Uh, and I know that was before Jesus came and Jesus is the chief intercessor. I get all that, but you, you get my point. I, I say all that for some people who want to go really deep and talk about, well, you know, that was in the old Testament. I do. I do know that. And I do know that he's the same God from Genesis to Revelation and he can do what he wants to do. Uh, Today, uh, we are talking about the word as we prepare for the weekend. And we are talking about Proverbs chapter nine. It is the ninth day of December and we are in Proverbs chapter number nine. And the heading, at least according to the NIV version, is the invitations of wisdom and folly. All right. It's an invitation to wisdom and folly. 
And so one of the things that it is important for us to know, even by looking at the heading of the chapter of the NIV version, is to know that we have been invited. We have been invited by the Holy Spirit to either partake, either to answer the call of wisdom or to answer the call of foolishness. All right. It is an invitation. Each of us have what is referred to as free will. You can do what you want to do. Right. But but the Bible presents us with the truth. All right. The Bible presents us with the truth. And once we become of age, we begin to understand that we have choices. We have choices. We have choices to listen or we have choices not to listen, right? But we have choices. We have what is called free will. And I would hear this often growing up, that God doesn't force himself on anyone. He's going to present, he's going to present us with the truth. We're going to have opportunities, right, through, through people, you know, who will plant seeds, who people, who, uh, people who will um, water those seeds. And we know that it is God that brings the harvest, right? But if people plant the seeds and we go behind them and remove the seeds, if people come and water the seeds and we're still talking about it's not going to grow, it's not going to do this, it's not going to do that. And then here God comes to, to bring about the harvest and we still, right, are choosing folly. We, we're still inviting folly. We're still choosing folly. Then that's on us, right? At the beginning of Proverbs 9, it says, Wisdom has built her house. She has set up its seven pillars, right? It's set up. She has prepared her meat and mixed her wine. She has also set her table. She has sent out her servants and she calls from the highest point of the city. Let all who are simple come to my house. To those who have no sense, she says, come eat my food and drink the wine I have mixed. Leave your simple ways and you will live. Walk in the way of insight. But the Bible makes it clear that we have to do something. Even in our free will, we have to do something. In in verse 6, it says, leave your simple ways. That means in order to leave, guess what? You got to gather your things and you got to get up and go. And sometimes you have to leave those things because where God is taking you, everything that you have with you, everyone that you have with you can't go. So if you have a simple man or a simple man, a simple man or a simple woman with you, that means you can't go. They can't go with you. It says leave your simple ways. You may have ways of dealing with people. You may have ways of dealing with relationship, but the Bible calls for us to leave our simple ways. And the Bible says you will live. Period. There's a semicolon colon there. A semicolon is like a period. It's two thoughts joined together, but they can stand alone. Those two sentences can stand alone. So leave your simple ways and you will live, period. So if you leave 
what you're in that is simple. What do I mean by by simple? It's not, it's it's like, oh, uh, you know, I mean, growing up, we used to call people simple. Oh, she's simple. Meaning basically that it's not it's not um it's not amounting to anything right it's not amounting to anything it's not set up to um progress you but it's set up to keep you stagnant all right it says leave your simple ways right leave your simple ways all right, where you have become complicit, right? Um, hmm. You've basically become in a way where um, it's kind of, you're just negative. I'm trying to think of, you know, it's just not very becoming, right? You're just simple, right? And, And simple sometimes can be a good thing, but in this case the bible is telling us to leave our simple ways then it goes on to say walk in the way of insight so once you leave right now you gotta you gotta move forward it doesn't the bible doesn't just say leave your simple ways and you will live it says leave your simple ways and you will live walk in the way so that means again you have to do something You've got to leave and then you got to walk. You got to move forward and forward. How? In the way of insight. That means like when we pray for supernatural wisdom, understanding and insight, that's what we're praying for. Give us insight, God. Give us revelation. Give us a new way of looking at things. Insight, inwardly, insight. Give us the ability to see inwardly. Give us the ability to see what is within. Give us the ability to see, right? Discernment. When you discern a thing, you can see, you have sight of what's happening. Even sometimes if you don't know why, in sight. You have to look inward so you can see. You have to look inward so you can see. Then it goes on to say about a mocker. And rebuking the wicked, right? Then verse 10 picks up the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. So when we fear the Lord, that's the beginning of wisdom. When we have knowledge of, when we know of the Holy One of Israel, right? right, We begin to get a level of understanding. For through wisdom, your days will be many and years will be added to your life. If you are wise, your wisdom will reward you. If you are a mocker, you alone will suffer. Wisdom rewards you. Why? Because you're just not out here making decisions based off of emotion. You're not just out here making decisions based off of feeling. You're not just somebody invites you to something and you just say yes, but you are a man or a woman of God who counts the cost. You count up the cost of your actions. You count up the cost of your words. You count up the cost of procrastination. You count up the cost of how you communicate to your children, being wise 
is a point in your life where you begin to count the cost of a thing. Because it's going to cost you something. It's either going to cost you a reward or it's going to cost you a confidence. I mean, a consequence. But it's going to cost you. 13, folly is an unruly woman. She is simple and knows nothing. Then it goes back and gives us the same metaphor of the adulterous woman, of the immoral woman. Let all who are simple come to my house. So at the same time, wisdom is saying you who are simple come to my house. The unruly woman who is simple is saying you who are simple come to my house. Again, you're being invited. I'm being invited. Our children are being invited. Those who are connected to us are being Invited either into wisdom or into folly. But it's an invitation. And all of us, whether we know it or not, every day we're choosing. We're either choosing wisdom or we're choosing folly every day. Then she goes on to say, those who have no sense, she says. The Bible cuts us up, y'all. It cuts us up. Stolen water is sweet. Food eaten in secret is delicious. But little do they know that the dead are there, that her guests are deep in the realm of the dead. What happens in the dark comes to light. See, sometimes we think we being ruly. Sometimes we think we being slick or we want to act a certain way in front of one group of people and another way in front of another group of people. But the Bible tells us in Proverbs that a man's ways are in full view of the Lord. It doesn't matter if you're home alone, if you're watching something you shouldn't be watching, if you're creeping, if you're sneaking, if you're saying things you shouldn't be saying, if you're talking behind people's back, whatever you say behind somebody's back, you should be able to say in front of their face. And that's not saying that in an arrogant way, but you should be so confident in what you have to say. And it should be said in love to the point that if I say it to you, I am able to then go again and say it to this person. I had an incident on my, um, on my job a couple of, maybe about a month and a half ago. And I knew these two people were friends and I, And I talked to one and I said to the one, you know, I'm I'm sharing this with you and I'm going to share this same thing with so-and-so. And I said that because I needed the person to be aware. I don't want you to think that I'm talking behind this person's back. I don't want you to think that I'm asking you to be against this person. This isn't like this at all. In fact, what the same Thing that I'm saying to you, I'm going to have a conversation with the same individual. And then guess what? And when I went to talk to that individual, I said, and I've already talked to so-and-so about this. And I did that intentionally. So it eliminates confusion. Why? Because God is not the author of confusion. And I, I want to be in a place in my life when things happen, I'm not wondering, is it because I'm reaping what I've sowed? 
It's happening because guess what? Life happens to us all. And I've shared this before you. I heard a pastor say a long time ago that not all uh, suffering, not all suffering is a, is a result of sin. Meaning that all people who suffer, we can't say it's because they sin. But we can rest assured that if we are sinning, and, and I mean, we all sin and fall short, but you know what I'm talking about, that intentional, you know the difference between right and wrong. And we talking about like the book of Proverbs says, oh, how I hated instruction. Oh, how I wish I would have listened to my teacher. When we are aware that we are willfully, willfully going against the word of God and we make a conscious decision to do it anyway to satisfy our flesh to do it anyway because we've lost we've just chosen folly instead of wisdom to do it anyway because we we've turned our backs on God that's what I'm talking about all sin leads to suffering So on this weekend, know that each and every day you have an invitation. Know that each and every time you have to make a decision in which inwardly there may be some turmoil, which were inwardly. We know the kind of decisions I'm talking about when decisions come in, they're hard. And we, we kind of know the right thing to do, but then we're not sure then we can go back to Proverbs 9 that says, leave your simple ways and you will live. Walk in insight. And if you have to slow things down, don't ever be in a rush to make a decision. I'm learning. I don't have to rush decisions. Because I I need a word from the Lord. Now, sometimes maybe God has already given me that word and I'm still God, is this you? Is this not you? God, is this you? Is this not? What do you want? What do you want for me? And I ask God that often. God, what do you want for for me? What do you want for my life? Now, I know my life. I was made for worship. I was made to praise him. I was made to honor and glorify him. But I often ask God, what do you want for me? What do you want for my life? You know, how do you want me to lead my children and remove me from it? You know, if my children want to do certain things and I'm apprehensive, you know, God, but it's really your will for them, then God, help me, show me so that I can let go because they're they're growing up. My oldest daughter is growing. My youngest daughter is growing up. And this is her life is not my life. Even though I have a responsibility, and listen to me, parents, we have a responsibility to show our children the right way. We have a responsibility to introduce them to God, the children connected to us. We have a responsibility. And yet I know that as she gets older, this is her life. She has to make some choices for herself. My oldest daughter that I'm going to let y'all go, she called me and she had an opportunity that presented itself to her. And so I went through the pros and the cons and what are you thinking and blah, 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 blah. And she said, mom, just tell me. I said, I can't just tell you. 
I can't. Because whatever decision you choose, you have to walk that out. I love you. I'll be praying for you. You know, uh, here's some additional questions you might want to ask. But the decision is yours. See, that's free will. And that's God. Jesus is saying, I love you. (laughs) I'm praying for you. Here's the Bible. Here's the living word. Here are your instructions. But I can't force you. You've got to walk this out. And you have to deal with the consequences of your actions. Bible tells us when I was a child, I spake as a child. <laughs> you know, I, I did childish things, but, but when I became a man, when I became a woman, I put those things away. That means I didn't necessarily go with the group just because the group was going. That means I didn't necessarily repeat everything that you said or got on TikTok or started a Facebook or whatever because that's what everybody else was doing. I put away, right? I put away. Now, there are some things that everybody knows are childish, but there are other things that is by your own conviction, by your own journey with your own relationship with God, God will tell you, you can't do that. You can't go there. You can't drink that. You know, you can't hang around so-and-so. Why? Because bad company corrupts good character. You probably said, well, God, they hang, so-and-so hangs around them and he's a whole pastor and da 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 But, But you, but you, your invitation to wisdom or folly. As the scripture says, choose this day who you are going to serve. Choose this day which invitation you're going to take. And with that being said, let's continue to pray for one another, uplift one another, and encourage one another in the Lord. I love you all. Have an awesome weekend. Bye-bye.